The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. The Fold is brought to you by O Media, making brands unmissable and public spaces better across Aotearoa. No mai, hoki mai, kia da fold e mihi nei, ko tangri tokungoa. My guest this week is, uh, he's coming back for a second time, it's Bailey Mackey. Uh, man, I, I could probably do a whole intro just listing off the things he does, but um, the hat he's wearing today is that of the CEO of Pongo Productions, um, which is his production company that aims to take Māori stories to the world. Uh, and the the big thing that they just did was uh, was was run Super Saturday's uh, Vaxathon, which and I wrote about this earlier in the week. I, I thought that Super Saturday and and the Vaxathon is almost like a microcosm of it. Was one of the most inspiring and creative uh, things that I've seen out of this country in a while, and it, it represented the very best of of all of us. You know, it it, it had business and community groups and government and media, everyone kind of putting aside their, their normal differences and playing nicely together with a with a big goal to get as many people vaccinated as possible, particularly Māori and Pacific Rangatahi, and, uh, and you'll hear Bailey speak to that. And I guess I feel like it contains, yeah, it contains lessons for us, but also just it should be marvelled at as a, as a piece of ingenuity, as a, you know, and, and as Bailey talks about, the timeline that this thing was assembled was completely crazy. It broke every kind of sacred rule of television in terms of the talent and going out on multiple networks and so on. And so I wanted to have him come on and tell that story, which he does here today. When this goes up, it'll be exactly a week since it happened, which is about as long as he had to organise it. It's just an extraordinary thing. And, uh, Bailey tells it in a very entertaining way. Before we get into it, I want to thank again Vodafone uh, for for bringing you the fold. Um, they they power the spin off. Everything that we do operates on um, on Vodafone's network technology, and I strongly recommend it if you are looking for anything internet. Uh, go to Vodafone.co.nz. This is Bailey Mackey on the fold. Uh, Tinakwe, Bailey, and uh, welcome to the fold. Uh, good to be back, Duncan. I think it's just we only we only ever do these when and during COVID. So clearly, I'm the COVID fallback guy because I think the last time I did one, <laughs> I just got voted onto the board of New Zealand Rugby, and we're deep in COVID. So that's right. That's right. I think it was was like maybe April of last year, uh, and here we are yeah, again. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but hopefully we're, we're recording this an hour before the um, 10 o'clock announcement of the, you know, the, the traffic light system, which is hopefully then we were at the start of this thing. Hopefully we're now at the beginnings of the map out, um, which yeah. essentially is, is the kind of subject of this conversation. I think that, you know, we've had um, a pretty rough old run of it since Delta broke out, and at times it's felt like the... 
communication side of it, which was so good and clear at the start of the outbreak, kind of got got lost, and and the whole country was getting a bit rancorous, which I understand. Um, but then Super Saturday happened, and and right at its heart, the Vaxathon, which which you ran. Firstly, um, how are you doing? Like it must have been one of the most exhausting operations to pull together. Yeah, I'm I'm still tired. So what are we? We're Friday after last Saturday. So still still tired. Um, uh, so yeah, and and haven't really kind of had an opportunity for it all to sink in. Um, and you know, have obviously you know heard a lot of um, discourse about it. Um, you know, mostly positive. So so look, I, I think um, proud proud but tired. Is probably the, the the biggie. That seems, seems sort of an inevitable uh, situation to be in. Do you want to talk me through talk me through it, right? the, particularly the beginnings? Like, where did the idea come from, and when did it when did it land on you? Look, um, we uh, I got a phone call from Larry Parr, who's the CEO of. Uh, TMP sort of saying, look, um, there's talk about a vaxathon, trying to rally people to be involved. I think, uh, I'm not sure who else had turned it down. I'll have that conversation with uh, Larry in due course, because uh, I'm sure, I don't think I was the first phone call or the first producer that was associated with it. I actually know one other, but I won't drop her in it. Um, so, but I know, you know, she was, she had a lot more sense than I did. Um, he sort of mentioned it. I didn't think much about it. Um, and then sort of late Friday, um, you know, sort of eight days out, uh, I think it was about half past seven, sort of uh, got rung um, by Sunny Ngātai, who'd been working on the project, to say, look, uh, we're good to go here. Um, and I sort of said, oh, okay. Um, and still probably not even in my heart of hearts thinking that it was a real thing. Um, they sort of said, look, we've got some budget together. Um, and I said, what have you got? And they said, oh, well, we, we've got an idea that we want to broadcast. Uh, initially it was 12 hours, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, and, you know, and I said, where, where, what platforms do you want to broadcast on and who are the talent you have associated with it? Um, and Sunny said, well, we don't have any platforms and we don't have any talent. Um, and to be fair, we don't um, – all we know is that we just want to run this uh, event and I was like, wow, okay, cool. So uh, I got drunk on Friday night um, to uh, numb the pain. Um, no, I actually had dinner and a couple of beers with a mate and sort of had, was telling them, I was like, nah, you know, I might wake up tomorrow and I've got to actually legitimately start to put this thing together. So from about Saturday morning, I was actually – um, I sort of thought. I sort of said to them, "Look, give me the night to try and put it together in my head." Um, I woke up on Saturday. I was actually on my way to do a Tauria to a uh, Ngāti Pirau East Coast rugby game, and sort of stopped in Tolaga Bay, had a coffee, thought it through, and then made about twenty phone calls. Was this the game that uh, uh, Ma played in in the first win? No, nah, this forever. was the week before. This was the week before. <laughs> So so I was in Tolaga Bay, made about 20 phone calls to different people, uh, put the team together. Firstly, I had to put the kind of production crew together and central to that was 80 
Adrian Sorensen and Stacey Kearns, um, uh, the producers uh, that worked alongside of me, incredible. And um, I've said this uh, a couple of times now, but when I rung Adrian and Stacey, who both had been long-time uh, producers, executive producers at Sky, um, Adrian uh, is at um, TVNZ. She just executive produced the Paralympics. Um, she was on America's Cup. She was on the Olympics. Um, and when I said to both those girls what the proposition was, neither flinched. And um, I remember, you know, I can, I've got a massive poker face, Duncan, um, but, but these women were like, okay, sweet as, you know, let's, let's do it. And uh, that really, really gave me a level of comfort there because the kind of, sorry, I know you want to ask some questions, but yeah, you kind of have to put the technical piece together first on something like this. You could start with the content side, but I just thought, shit, you know, I've got to secure some platforms and then put together the technical piece to be able to deliver um, effectively the means of distribution here, right? So... So once I got those uh, two wahine torn, then I was able to start to focus in on the content. Because that, that, that is quite interesting to think about how where you start with, with something like this. And, and it's interesting what you say about wondering where you were on the list, uh, you know, in terms of the yeah. person crazy enough to take this on yeah, and ultimately yeah. to pull it off. And I think in some ways treating it like live sports, which is where they have, you know, they're used to broadcasting chaotic environments, long durations, you know, like, uh, you know, so that, that background at Sky um, with your producers um, makes sense in some respects. You know, for for Pango and for, for you, how far out of your comfort zone with you were you with this, particularly given the time frame? To be honest, Duncan, like I think um, I've said this before to you, um, I want to be involved in the, in the big shit, you know, to do with our country. And I think what drives me is firstly my identity, um, who I am uh, as a, you know, Ngāti Perau, as a father, um, and, you know, what, what can move the dial for my people, what can move the dial for greater Aotearoa. And so I want to be involved, you know, I'm on New Zealand, the board of New Zealand Rugby because of that, that helps sort of fulfil that. Um, I'm on Ngāti Perau Group Holdings, um, uh, uh, better public media, uh, stronger public media uh, governance group. Th- those are things that all matter to me. Um, deep down, I'm a believer that, um, you know, there is no silver bullet here to um, a COVID response, but a highly vaccinated population will enable us to actually get back to certain levels of freedom um, and, and really be the best country in the world, which I believe we are, you know, the greatest country to live in. And um, so, so that kind of was at the core of it. So what was I out of my comfort zone? Not really. Um, I produced the telethon for the Christchurch earthquake with Maori TV. So I've been here before. And when, you know, when I talked to those, to Stacey and AD and Adrian, um, you know, Stace had, had 13, 14 hour days on the tennis live, you know, um, or cricket, you know, that's, that's 12 hours or, or 10 hours or whatever it is, you know, so really, and then, you know, the Olympics is on air for 12 hours. So, so, uh, you know, for both of them, uh, uh, you know, the technical side actually wasn't, wasn't overly hard. The time frame was, 
created a lot of pressure, obviously, Duncan. So, um, no, not really. And, you know, I think we want to change the world through uh, Māori storytelling. Um, and that was probably one of the overwhelming sort of key things for me, bro, was that we were, because of the short time frame, you didn't kind of have to go through massive network approvals. You'd probably be all watching this going, oh, okay. Um, but you, you just didn't have time. And we wanted to target 20 to 34-year-olds, uh, Māori and Pacifica. That was the key target demographic. So, you know, um, getting some younger, fresher faces on on air was was really uh, an important part of what we were uh, aiming to do. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the some of that sort of network brokering side, but let's let's just go start on the. Dude, the... that took some that took some years of my life. Yeah, because because I mean, networks don't share. Like this is not. The thing yeah. is that they jealously yeah. guard their talent. They would never, you know, they try and pretend it's almost like the other network doesn't exist most of the time, you know. Like sometimes you watch the yeah. news, and they'll be like, an opinion poll just released. It's like, that was three's opinion poll, and you're just like presenting it as your own. It's like, a, yeah. that's the media, right? But And so to see that spirit of like Māori television, three, TVNZ, you know, like just everyone, and even you know on our side, like every every kind of uh, everyone was blogging it. Like it was just it was a crazy thing to see everyone pitch in. Like how how was brokering that? Because TVNZ felt like they came in a little bit late in some respects. Yeah, uh, look, it, it wasn't easy um, because obviously, as you said, I think I think most. Um, you know, most platforms in New Zealand, obviously, uh, driven by a commercial remit. So, um, haven't always played well in the sandpit. Um, but overwhelmingly, bro, um, I was always clear from the get-go that this was a platform agnostic um, uh, broadcast um, or stream. And, um, you know, we kind of all had to play nicely together. And when I think about it, you had... Uh, <laughs> And then you get messages like, um, you know, so, so everyone's playing, once you kind of can convince all of these uh, platforms to come and so that every 24 hours it was a new platform. It was like, you know, I think we, we started with Discovery Multi TV and, and, uh, and then we added uh, TVNZ and Ewe Radio and then Stuff and New Zealand Herald and all of these platforms coming online. So, you know, every 24 hours someone new was on and it was a cause for celebration. Um, and, you know, like when I look back, that's probably one of the things I'm most proud of was, you know, was able to convince um, all of these different partners to to kind of buy into the greater greater good of um, actually uh, wanting to get our uh, country vaccination rates up. And, and if that is the case, then, you know, People, can we play nicely here? And and everyone was gracious, bro. No one pushed back, uh, you know, to the point where <laughs> it was funny. Um, I sort of get a, a random text. We're about 15 minutes before we go to air and and um, I get uh, a note from the South Auckland crew who, like, there was quite a few uh, News Hub presenters there and I get, oh, look, uh, the, the audio guys only got Sky Sport mics you know, with the Sky Sport logo on, and and I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> with you going to, like there are there are greater things uh, for us to worry about right now, and um, so yeah, look, just just incredibly appreciative that everybody saw um, the bigger picture. And uh, on that talent side, because that that almost is, is as big as the um, the network thing was was to get all kinds of different people on screen 
on location and and at Avalon and so and to have so many you know some some you know you've got a lot of sports people in there like you, you just lots of different kinds of people and it worked like that 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 was a just a kind of a, st- a stunning um, thing. Like, what you know, like how close were you to that that talent brokering kind of element? Yeah, no, no, no. I was uh, probably in terms of that the key person. Um, so, so what we wanted was we obviously had a target demographic of twenty to thirty four and and Maori Pacifica. Um, but but still wanted to make a broad audience enough. So one of the things I knew early on is we just couldn't go to air with the established kind of presenters. We we had to offer something new. We had to offer something different. And to be fair, I kind of knew that was one way of potentially subverting a lot of the criticism about the kind of just the, you know, I, I think nostalgia can be a strength and a weakness. Um, and I always, when I make a program, I always sort of, toy between nostalgia. I know Taika hates nostalgia and we kind of often have this conversation about it. Um, having said that, I always say to him, mate, there's shitloads of nostalgia in your films. Um, oh, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but, but, but it can work for you. So I really wanted, you know, the first voice of the broadcast was Sonny, younger, fresher, Māori face. Um, he threw to Narelle Sindos. Those were all really considered, well thought through this um Narelle was of Greek heritage, you know. Um and for me, like uh, uh, and then we went to and then um, you know, amongst this sort of really cool, uh, younger, fresher talent, uh, we had a couple of um uncles and uh Patty Gow and Julian Wilcox who are at the absolute top of the list of people I've worked with. Jules, I've been in the trenches many times over the years. Well, you know, he was probably the second phone call I made. I just sent him a text. I said, hey, what you up to on Saturday? Uh, I, no, I just sent him a text. Up to on Saturday. He said, not much. What's on? I said, uh, uh, eight hours of live TV uh, for Vexathon. You got me. He said, sweet. I'm there, bowl. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And it was just... It was just a couple of texts, and then um, I'd never worked with Paddy Gower before, but obviously had seen his talent. And look, what a generous, generous man! And you know, those two, I knew that I had to place them in uh, amongst uh, these younger presenters who were um, less experienced but have big, big futures. And you know, I one of the things that made me chuckle the most is I saw a post from Anna Harcourt. Uh, who was one of the presenters who's, the, I think, the head of content at Re? She, she said, uh, I just dipped my toes into live TV for the first time with a wee eight-hour broadcast. Um, so, uh, you know, and she sort of said to me, uh, I think uh, on the Thursday night, I've never done live TV. I said, don't worry. Um, by the end of it, you would have done more live TV than most people in their lives. <laughs> so uh, you've got enough time to warm yourself into it. And, so, and, and I think, um, Duncan, one of the things was as a production team, we made it a really inclusive environment. Um, we made no auto queue, uh, Duncan. There was no auto queue in Wellington and we couldn't wild. get one out of Auckland. So, you know, it was a wild ride. And just one, one sort of other, other anecdote that I remember is on, I think it was on Thursday or might have been Wednesday, I was driving out to Avalon. And I was listening to an interview on RNZ. Actually, I was on RNZ and I was waiting <laughs> to come on 
I was waiting to come on to RNZ and the person before me was actually the executive producer from Telethon back in the days. And we'd sort of been trying to figure out what was the best way to come at this. And they said, uh, the, the, the person that was on before me, I forget his name, he said, um, oh, we only scripted the first hour and then the rest we made up. And I was like, wow, we're on the right track because <laughs> that's pretty much all we did as well, which was we actually scripted the first two hours and then just rinsed and repeated um, because effectively once we were up um, and we were able to establish connections with the different parts of New Zealand and then obviously Taika committing and, and making himself available for the whole eight hours was a biggie. Uh, Duncan, you know, probably arguably our biggest uh, international uh, entertainment uh, name. And totally. that kind of changed the dynamic. We'll just take a quick break and come back with uh, more from Bailey on the Vaxathon. The Fold is brought to you by O-Media, making brands unmissable and public spaces better across Aotearoa, with over 4,000 out-of-home advertising sites nationwide across both street furniture and retail centres. I'm super grateful to O-Media for enabling us to make unmissable connections with Kiwis. At Zed, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. So uh, with anything like this, there's a, uh, you know, and, and it feels like it, it was just this kind of roaring success across any metric no, you care to Let's go there on the negative stuff, bro. Like, Happy to. Yeah. Like what, what went wrong or what, what kind of, yeah, what, what did you learn out of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, like for me, I learned that people matter the most, that if you can get the right people in place, uh, it matters the most. Um, what went wrong? Uh, well, not a lot went wrong. Like, oh, actually, dude, <laughs> three minutes before we go to air, like, we just start, lo- we lose comms to everyone. So, like, we've got five, six locations around the country. There was no way of communicating to them. And they, our field producers were having a meltdown. So basically, we, we, we revert to like phones, like we've got to get back on the phones and queue everyone in. You're legitimately like queuing someone on a phone, so there's a delay. Um, you know, you've got six phones going uh, on those first crosses and, 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 and uh, we were like – you know, Taika wasn't coming, like, wasn't connecting properly. And um, so, like, there was a bit of a technical meltdown. And then suddenly, like, you're in the truck and then on a monitor, up pops Taika in LA, up pops um, Heaney and Miskehi in Kaitaia. Um, and, you know, you just heart just sort of, uh, you know, skips a few beats. But... So there was some uh, technical issues. Um, I think, uh, you know, and I've seen um, some of the um, discourse around um, uh, some of the opposition politicians not saying that they got a fair shake. Um, So, you know, I, I think, and, you know, and I think about that and I think, well, 
that one of the things was, was I was actually pretty conscious not to have any politicians initially and not politicise it. But obviously, you know, when you think about it, um, you, you know, you need a certain level of kind of political, um, uh, I guess, might behind it. Um, I, I was really open to opposition uh, politicians. Personally, I would have been keen on on David Seymour. He made himself available. The, the key issue for me, I think, Duncan, on that was at a certain point, we had to really hone in and focus in on um, the target demographic of 20 to 34 and uh, Māori and Pacifica. And, you know, I'm, we had to make some pretty brutal decisions and cuts about who who could be in or who couldn't be in. And and if you look at the areas that we went to, Kaitaia, Rotorua, South Auckland, Porirua, these are all places that are high Māori and Pacifica. And, you know, my view was that if... If, if, if whoever um, was was available wasn't really speaking to that demo, then we had to be quite judicious. Um, and I stand by that because, you know, when you look at the numbers, um, twice as many Māori as any other day got vaccinated over, you know, the previous record was, I think, 10,000 and we were 21,000. Um, and 20 to 34, I think over 40,000. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of sit back and I think, wow, I, I'd love to think we played a role in in, in, in helping those numbers uh, get there. So Yeah, um, and, I, and I think that's that's the thing. You have to focus on what, what are you trying to, intending to do? This, this isn't a, a big production but ultimately it's got a purpose and and uh, and that's yeah. what you had to focus on and I think that that sense of the the Maori and Pacific communities the energy the creativity the um, the vaxathon was both a, a television event but really it was it was kind of live coverage of a, of a nationwide event that was super Saturday which was a very decentralized thing you know people could Communities were given uh, free reign to embrace it, and that's one of the things that I thought was most beautiful. And you really got the sense of the way that those communities embraced it and brought whatever they could to it. I mean, that must have been a a beautiful thing to sort of witness from that that you know whatever control booth you know that you were you were in with this thing. Um, uh, yeah, I, I wish I could say that that was the case, uh, Duncan. The reality is, is you're just stressing out trying to. And, you know, you're just trying to hold your team together. Um, and I'll probably one day, hopefully, um, with a bear sit down and try and attempt to watch the eight hours and maybe see it through different eyes. But, um, you know, there's just a, so lot of, a whole lot of hard work uh, that went into it and a lot of coffee drunk during the broadcast. Um, you know, and you're trying to manage and you're talking down the phone to Taika, uh, who wants to take the broadcast in another way. And you're just like, okay, uh, sweet as, uh, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think um, look, I'd, I'd, I'd love to say, uh, you know, I think, well, a large part of it was planned. A large part of it was just an amalgam of all this mayhem. And we got there. So ultimately, um, yeah, pretty stoked. So I'm, I'm conscious that uh, we don't, have a lot of time but uh do you feel like out the back of this just the the amount of goodwill that you drew on the way that you had public private sector politicians bureaucrats you know you, they're just everyone threw everything they had into this like it, it felt like I, I wrote about this um on sunday that, that there are sort of lessons in 
sort of a bit of decentralizing and just asking everyone to to pitch in given the scale of this opponent and and yeah does that is that something that you kind of as probably the single figure who centralized a lot of that in some ways um that you took away as well yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer, bro, that like at a macro level, New Zealand is a country, New Zealand, not Aotearoa, I'll, I'll make that distinction, is a country that is born out of this really, this bicultural relationship. We're now a very multicultural country um, and that makes us really cool. I love that, right? Um, so um, if, if I was then to take that to the next sort of level um, to kind of talk about all the groups, all the factions that had to come together to do this. Um, I think uh, that, you know, I am really proud that, look, maybe there's something in there in terms of a blueprint of how we can work together. Um, often, as you know, this business is just, is so, uh, I won't say evilly drawn on, on lines, but but it is, uh, we do draw lines in regards to who can play together and who can't play together. So I do hope that there is lessons. I'm really proud that we're able to kind of work together here and, yeah, just look forward to um, maybe doing it again. Not so soon and with a bit more runway, um, but, yeah. Uh, you should be proud. It was it was a pretty special thing. And, um, yeah, and I, I do think that it, it, it contains many layers of lessons for this country. Uh, I will let you go now. Thank you so much for, for coming on The Fold, Bailey. Sweet days, both. That was The Fold, brought to you by our partners at O Media, making brands unmissable and public spaces better across Aotearoa. Huge thanks to O Media for sponsoring this episode of The Fold and enabling us to make unmissable connections with Kiwis. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.